0: I can see you out there, Kellen.
1: I've talked to like 19 basketball people in three hours. Arizona Sports. Our Suns' mega mind, Kellen Olsen, joining Wolf and Luke to talk about the Phoenix Suns now. And uh, Kellen Olson joining us right now on the Arizona Sports line, following last night's Suns closeout victory over the L. A. Clippers. Uh, Kellen, uh, who also has a piece up on Arizona Sports already today, Wolf. Well, I just saw him at the game of last course. night. He's already got a, se- a piece up uh, previewing the series with the Nuggets, Kellen which we're going to get into. He is. I mean, he really, has got the killer instinct you were talking about. He's got the killer instinct. Kellen, what's going
0: on, man? Hey, how you doing? Are you a little tired, Keller? Are you okay? You doing all right? Tired isn't an option this year, Will. Oh, I got your tired rider.
1: All right, Kellen, let's let's start with the game last night and the performance by Devin Booker. It's the second time we've seen him close out a team from L.A. with a 47-point performance. And yet, you know, the Lakers one wasn't that long ago. It was only two years ago. But the one last night just kind of felt different. What were your impressions of what you saw?
0: Yeah, it was. It was just. It was definitely different because the the one two years ago was more of a statement. I, I think it was five or six threes in the first quarter in in a uh, Ben Staples Center against the Lakers, and this one was more of the heroics. Again, this is three of the five seer, uh, games in this series where he's kind of looking around, seeing what's going on, seeing who else is stepping up, seeing how the game's going. He's like, all right, I'll do it. And then he he did it. And that is incredibly difficult to do for a multitude of reasons. And he's not, he's made it look as easy as it could look right now. And it's pretty remarkable to see, I think that Jimmy Butler's phenomenal run for Miami right now is the only reason why it's not indisputable that Booker's been the best player in the first round so far. I still would say that he has been, and, and you just look at the series stats, they're laughable. He averaged 37 points, he shot 60% from the field. Those are dominant center numbers, and he's a guard. Uh, it, was, it was mind-boggling to see that uh, last night in the third quarter and just how he completely swung a, another one of these games. Yeah, you know, they scored uh, 50 points, of course, in that third quarter, and then really struggled in the fourth quarter. Killer, what do you think the Suns are most concerned about? Yes, they won the series, but what do you think they're most concerned about after Game 5? I think that it would be the defensive play. I think if we were just talking overall from everyone's perspective, it would be integrating Kevin Durant and making him look like a focal point of the offense consistently. I think that that has been challenging to do at times throughout the series. And then you go through and look at exactly what happened in the fourth quarter, which was they were trying to get him the ball in some of those possessions, but it just wasn't a consistent enough effort. And there wasn't, there just wasn't connectivity to getting him the ball. Like they were looking for him and then they weren't, they were just kind of all standing there when they were trying to get him the ball. There wasn't enough movement. It was just a lot of things that were kind of going off, but from their perspective, I think it's gotta be their defense. You look at that 40 point second quarter, For the Clippers, and you look at the way that the Clippers were able to score in this series, it was just a lot of dribble penetration and a lot of offensive rebounding and second chance points when it was successful for the Clippers there and the Suns have got to clean some of that stuff up if they want to win the title this year
1: talking to Kellen Olson uh, Kellen I'm, I'm admittedly too high on this team I'm not certainly not the only person that thinks they will win the title but I mean coming out of that series and seeing what Booker's done and, and like you just kind of said right there it's, they haven't even fully unlocked Kevin Durant uh, but also I realize there are other really good teams in these playoffs what what type of team you don't even have to give me a specific name of a team but just what type of team do you see potentially giving the Suns the most problems
0: I think it's a team that can that can pretty much win the math battle every time. And what I mean by that is a team that's really proficient from generating threes and making threes and then also crashing the offensive glass because the Suns in that game last night, man, it, I, I think midway through the second quarter, early in the second quarter, they had like five three-point attempts. And, and that has been a problem for them throughout this series. And it, it's... It's okay. Like, you do not need threes to win at, at like, you can, I'll rephrase that. You can take threes at a low-ish rate in the playoffs and still win, but you can't attempt, like, 15 or 20 in a game, or 25 in a game consistently. Like, you have to give them up and give yourself a shot, because that's what today's NBA is about right now. And so I don't know, I don't think Denver is necessarily that team. I think that Golden State obviously jumps out for a myriad of reasons, and, and I think that... The other side of the ball, you look for a team that matches up defensively. I don't think that that's Denver. I think that that's more Golden State. So they're, they're the answer for me right now. Killer, do you think Book reached a new level of greatness last night? Yeah, absolutely. I've I've seen like the various evolutions in his game so far, and following them over the since the start of his career, and. I don't, you say you don't recognize someone, it's often a negative, it's a negative thing, right? I mean this in a positive way. Like, I don't recognize him right now at all. Like, I don't know who this guy is. It's just the level that he's unlocked, not in terms of taking over games specifically, but the way in which he's doing it through his just, like, raw energy is just, I haven't seen anything like it before. in in the Suns jersey, personally, like, I'm I'm sure the shows have have got into it and are going to go over it right now. But you talk about the all-time form that he's in right now and like the apex of his game he's reaching I don't know how many times we've seen this in Valley Sports in general someone reached the level that he just did and and that it's just so unheard of the way that he's been able to do this in a 25 point quarter it's happened three times since 1997 in the history of the NBA it, it, it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty crazy what he's been doing
1: Uh, Kellen Olson is joining us. Kellen, you have part one of your son's Nuggets preview up on ArizonaSports.com this morning, and it focuses on that matchup between DA and Nikola Jokic. Now, I know people are down on DA, and I know that he has been consistently inconsistent throughout his career, but is it safe to say that he became a lot more important when it was clear that they're playing Denver now in the second round?
0: Yeah, absolutely, because these two teams for the second straight round, the Suns are playing a team from that 2021 run, and very well could be three in a row against the Lakers. Next round, perhaps, we'll see, but that's getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, the Nugget series was all about Nikola Jokic two years ago because Jamal Murray was hurt, and I, the Suns were always going to win that series, but the reason why it was such an emphatic sweep is because Yonder Aiden, in my opinion, outplayed Nikola Jokic. I think you can debate that, and that's more subjective, certainly, but he at least matched Nikola Jokic, and I believe Jokic shot 40 when defended by Aiden and Jokic is typically a guy that shoots 50, 55, 60%. And then eye test wise, you watched it just the way DeAndre was able to match everything he was doing from a footwork perspective and running him up and down the floor, challenging him on the offensive glass. He helped wear down Jokic as well. And that type of guy that we saw contribute in that kind of way just wasn't there in the first round. And so they need that type of effort and performance for him like we saw two years ago. And that's the whole thing with you and what you're saying about the consistent, consistently and consistent part is that we know what he's capable of. And this is, this is going to be case in point because we know what he's capable of against an MVP and we'll see if they get that guy. If if the Suns do get that guy from two years ago, they will comfortably win this series. If they don't, it turns more into a coin flip, and if we're judging it by the way those five games are going, they're not going to get that guy right now, but we know that he can turn it around. We know it's a game-to-game, series-to-series case with him, and we'll just have to wait and see. Giller, what do you make of campaign coming in at the 4:41 mark of the second quarter and playing only three minutes? What do you make of all that? (laughs) I think Mahdi wanted to find a way to get him into the game, but for whatever reason, he did not want that to be – in the heart of the rotation, the usual heartbeat of the rotation. So the guy subbing in for Chris Paul, one of the first two or three guys off of the bench. I, for whatever reason, I, maybe just because it's the last game, not the last game of the series, but it was it was poised to be the last game of the series, and it was looking like he didn't want to mess up the, the flow of the rotation, perhaps, and, and just find him three or four minutes there to get him out on the floor at least because of how important he's going to be in in the lead. I would be shocked if he wasn't the first guy or the second guy off the bench to start the Nugget Series. To be honest, I was shocked that he wasn't last game, but he clearly, clearly has a lot of faith in Landry Shamit. still. Uh, That's another uh, conversation for another day, but with Cam specifically, That's what I made of it. And I just think, again, like game one in Denver on Saturday, if he's at the first or second guy off the bench, I'll be surprised.
1: You know, Kellen, we talk a lot about how this team is built right now to get better the deeper they go in the playoffs, potentially. Now, five games in, they get a series win. What, in your mind, was was their biggest step forward in, in these five games against the Clippers as a team?
0: I think just getting time together on the floor. And I think that the. The scary part for the opposition that they're dealing with right now is that they haven't really come close to unlocking their full potential. But they needed battle-tested games, which is what the playoffs was going to obviously bring them. Because we talked about... 8-0, 8-0, 8-0, 8-0, and, and a lot of people looked at 8-0 like it was a positive, and to me, it was more of a negative just because of the lack of competition that they faced within that. That Dallas game in Dallas was really the only high-level, competitive, close basketball game late that they were able to play across those eight games with each other, and now they just got five in a row with, with this, and they're, they're going to be much, much better off for it, and I think we're going to see signs of progress against Denver, and I think that they're going to take these couple of days and then take that three-day break next week between games two and three and really come together and figure out exactly how they want to implement Kevin Durant, because that's really the main story to take away from these five games. But it's still very much an ongoing process. And by the way, he still averaged twenty eight, seven and six, and shot fifty one. <laughs> did you look at the box score like me? at like how did he have thirty one? Absolutely
1: that did. When I was yes, walking out of there, yes. I was like, Katie had thirty one points so, tonight. Thirty one points. Just a quiet thirty one. No big deal. So efficient.
0: Yes. Yeah, they they don't call you a top three player in the world, like a top 12 player of all time for nothing, right?
1: Yeah, his baseline seems to be like 28 on an off night. Kellen, great stuff, man. Thank you. We'll talk to you again soon.
0: Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, Bye. Killer.